And I wish I had known about it much earlier because everybody on there would talk about it. It was a, it was a thing like people are selling, you know, the dream and it was uh, the BS dream, you know, and it was very painful because of how much I knew I, I, fore, I, I had to forego uh, making that decision. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we continue our discussion with Tuan Duong, a successful investor and founder of Dual Tax Quantity Surveyors. Join us as we learn valuable tips and property tax depreciation, we hear the strategy behind his portfolio and Duong reveals the best advice he's received to date. As a young and inexperienced investor, Duong was sold a pipe dream by a project marketing company. His second investment was an apartment in Queensland, pre-construction and unfortunately, he had to sell it four years later at a loss. It's probably one of the m- most significant ones for me um, because you know I was, yeah, it, it probably was one of my worst investment choices and because of you know purely not being educated, um, you know, being sold a dream you know, through directly with this project marketing company and not knowing what else to do. And at that time in 2015, uh, was it 2015? Yeah, just probably 2013, 14 maybe. That's when I first put my interest in um, before they started construction in 2015, 16. So around 2014 was when I made that that decision. But at that time, property market, if you remember Tyrone, was really on top. It was right at its peak. Um, and I, I would say, and so why like, properties like spruiking was everywhere. You could, everywhere you turn, people were talking about property. I was receiving emails and letters and everything from everyone, agents, um, buyers, agents, um, you know, like, should I buy brand new in, you know, in, in so, sort of small boutique type apartments or units or townhouses, or should I be like, buying these dense you know, apartments in in, in, in sort of Newstead, this is, which is where I bought. I bought an apartment in Newstead and had all the right attributes from what they would sell. But over time, I realized that, you know what, in that amount of time from 2014 to 2018, there would have been so many opportunities that I've missed out. And that's the opportunity cost of making that wrong decision and not being educated and informed. And I think um, the places I wish I had known about things like the Property Investory Podcast um, at that time, you know, think there were th- um, those independent places where you could get advice and, 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 and not have to make that mistake, being educated about that. Jumping on property chat was something I've only done in the last few years and I wish I had known about it much earlier because everybody on there would talk about it. It was a, it was a thing like people are selling, you know, the dream and it was, uh, the BS dream, you know, and it was very painful because of how much I knew I I, fore, I, I had to forego uh, making that decision. Uh, now that you know, all in hindsight, of course, um, yeah. and so it's a very le- big learning curve. Is that uh, there are places like this where you can learn uh, where to make good choices, um, and obviously not telling anyone how to make a choice, but get, gathering as much information as you can um, before you make those decisions and and, and go down uh, the wrong road. Duong tells us about his portfolio and the method behind his location choices. At the current time, I have uh, 
six properties, um, all based in Sydney. Um, it's a mixture of commercial uh, and residential. Commercial sort of uh, something I just came across because of the necessity of, uh, of my pathway, but I've been so fortunate uh, with that. Um, in that investing in, in commercial properties, because I, when I had first started the business, my first office was a it was a rental office out of my accountant's office. So he subleased a room. You wouldn't believe it, but I was paying seventy five dollars a week <laughs> for a room in Canley Heights uh, to to operate my business. So it was very lean, but very fortunate to come across people that would uh, allow that. And and you know you've got to start somewhere. It wasn't the most glamorous office, you know. Had a few bug issues, but you know that's that's where you start. And from there, um, once we were we had to vacate that premises uh, based on size, and we were growing at that time. I bought my first commercial property uh, in um, in Newington, uh, which is based in Sydney. Um, and that uh, at that time, I paid uh, four hundred and forty thousand dollars for that. Um, and I, 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 you would be it would be hard pressed to find something that's ten years old for that price today. That's about 150 square meters. But I was very fortunate to start my the, the our, our office there, our first office we, we moved into, do a beautiful renovation, and we've we've moved out of there again, only recently to move into another office in Homebush, which I, I've, I've uh, which we're situated in, in now, uh, which is a beautiful technology park um, next to DFO here in Sydney. Um, but that's where we're based, and so you know it's it's it's. It's a it's a it's a mixture of things. Buying property for your own purpose, and if you, I've always had that, you know, impression that if I wanted a if I bought something, and it's my philosophy still, would I want to live there myself? And the answer is yes. If I wanted to go to Jordan Springs, if I wanted to go to Austral, I actually want to live in these areas. If I wanted to go to Canley Heights, I'd love to live in those areas. Um, and and same goes for work. If I wanted to work, where do I want to work? I think, you know, being in the city is very expensive to buy property there it's a great place but it's not necessary people aren't so critical about where you are based these days and being having an office in Homebush allows all of my staff who come over from all um, sort of areas from Sydney we congregate congregate here in Homebush which is where our head office is and it's uh, it's a convenient place you know with now we've got the West Connects um, got great tunneling everywhere uh, I, I'm losing track of the amount of tunnels in Sydney now but it just means that um, it adds value to your property because it's 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 reachable, it's attainable. You can get there, and so it has all the right boxes ticked um, for what a commercial property should do. Uh, so, um, and I've always aspired to being in these areas myself. Um, it, it, it's a very beautiful uh, sort of precinct we're in now. So, yeah, it, I, I'm a big believer that uh, you know you should buy where you know you would want to be if you believe that it's a great property. And I guess that's a very common thing because, you know, you look at, uh, you know, even a lot of people I know, they're buying property always like, we've got clients in Guildford in Sydney. And when I look at their 10, 15, 20 property portfolio, they're all around Guildford. So it's crazy, right? These They grow in Guildford, they buy property and they do so well for themselves. And, and it's, um, it's amazing. Moving on, Duong talks us through one of his pivotal investments in Canley Heights, which put everything into perspective for him. I bought that property for four hundred thousand. It's probably worth double that now. Uh, the, the, the duplex I bought, and um, so for me that was an aha moment. Like, oh my god, you know, seeing that purchasing the property, and then I guess when you first purchase it, you don't think a lot. You think, okay, well, I'm new to this. I'm not quite versed, well versed at this. But as time goes on, and seeing that capital growth and how little it costs to maintain a property 
it then explains it. It's almost almost self-explanatory that hey, this is a really good vehicle for you to drive wealth, and that's when it said to me, well, this is it. Like this is what I've got to do. This is what I've got to aspire to do. And so, as time went on, I just stopped buying the cars and I stopped buying the flashy, nice things and going out less, and then realizing that you know saving money is gonna. Take me a long way, and that's when I decided in 2014, or well, three or four years later, that you know, you got to keep going. There's other people out there that, that keep going, and you start to learn. Your broker says, your mortgage broker says, well, you can do this, and they they open up this whole window of opportunity for you to say, it doesn't have to stop. It's not one because you know the inside. You know, at, at myself, philosophy was thinking. It, you know, in ter- I, I would think, you know, you could only afford one. For, you know, and and I think most uh, majority of Australian investors today, uh, I think it's a massive percentage of people that actually only have one investment property throughout their whole life, and so having an opportunity to buy more, it didn't seem realistic. But then as I went through life, it made me think, okay, well, you can have more than one. You can have two. You can have three. And now I've seen it in other clients that do it, and I think. Wow, amazing. Not that we get it very often. We don't get a lot of clients that are return customers that come by depreciation schedules for the second, third, fourth time. But there are people that are there that do have that. And, um, you know, and so it's definitely a possible, you know, and it's nice to see other people doing because it helps you break through. You know, when you, th- you see other people, it's a pattern that you think, oh, well, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it too. And that's a great mentality to have, I think. Tuan goes on to explain his strategy and the motivations behind his investment career. Capital growth is is important because you know gaining capital is what you want to do in life to free yourself um, at some t- some stage for retirement, and so now at a mature stage in investing in property and and being a business owner and obviously at the age of thirty four I'm starting to think about the future right so future planning and for me um, property is a vehicle that's going to help me grow wealth um, to eventually uh, I see it as a, a way to build a portfolio and hopefully I can pay down debt. Uh, if I can help uh, over time to debt recycle uh, my properties and use and leverage property to start paying each other off and have these properties that hopefully at some stage at the retirement age of 65 or 67, that I have a couple of unencumbered properties that will be the vehicle of retirement for me and not have to rely on the pension and things like that, that I want to be self-sustaining and eventually have a vehicle of three, four, five or six properties, hopefully unencumbered, and they will then be the vehicle to help me sort of through my retirement phase of life. So really, for me, that's the driving factor. That's the reason why I do it. Um, it's it, 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 it's great because I, I, I get to understand it. I talk to a lot of people day in, day out about property. We've got buyers agents that work with us. We've got sales agents, real estate professionals. Um, we've got tax agents that, that work with us and they're always talking about it, about this vehicle. And so for me, it's a no-brainer is that if it works for thousands of these people that I work with, tens of thousands, should I say, it must work. So for me, it's a, it's a vested, a continuous ongoing process of learning about property, where's a good place to buy, you know, where should I invest my money, how am I going to do that at the most accelerated rate with a balance of being able to lend as well because now with, you know, tightening restrictions on lending, we've got to balance it out in terms of, uh, you know, cash flow and having that positive cash flow through, through, throughout all your, your properties to not sort of um, subject yourself to, um, I guess, being, uh, you know, you know uh, sort of uh, lent out and, and not being able to borrow more money for, for, for to, to continue your journey. So it's really important. 
aside from buying newly built properties that he could see himself inhabiting, what other strategies has Duong implemented to get to where he is today? For me, you know, there are areas, for example, where I've bought in towards Jordan Springs area in Austral, there are there are properties that are like Austral. You're trying to buy a property that is probably one of the most affordable ones in the area. And when you benchmark an area like Austral uh, to an area, it's to, to the local suburbs, things like Liverpool, um, you know, you've got good suburbs like Milton Grange, um, you know, Leppington, Cecil Hills, um, Elizabeth Hills. These are really well-to-do suburbs. You know, we're talking, you know, averages are 1.2 to 1.3 million sell. And if you're talking about driving from these great suburbs, five minutes to 10 minutes to get to Austral, which is a thriving subdivision area, which is just full of new developments. And you think, well, maybe there's an oversupply, but then you look at the pricing of like, if they're starting around five to 600, you think, well, it has all that room to grow. And for me, if I have that leverage to grow that much, similar to things like Kellyville, you know, Kellyville is a surrounding suburb to those areas up in the Northwest region. And if you can sort of leverage off that with cheaper, affordable lots there, uh, you want to do that because it's got that room to get to that 1.2, $1.1 million price range. And that's where you want to be in five or to 10 years time. So this is where my philosophy is trying to identify suburbs that are really well to do. People aspire to living there, checking out the, uh, you know, the, 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 the vacancy rates, making sure that there's a high owner occupied, you know, occu um, occupied rate there. Most people are unoccupied, then you want to be around these suburbs. Uh, and that for me is really critical. And that's why, you know, I've chosen some of these suburbs I have. And then to balance that off with, I also like to invest in places where I think there's a, a you know, because I think, uh, you know, rental yields are really important. So having that positive cash flow is important. And for for what I realized when I first purchased my, uh, the, the our first um, uh, commercial property is that it drives so much yield, you know, as much as I bought the premises in my personal, it was renting from the company. The company was renting the property off the, off my trust. And so that would allow me to yield strong cash flow because the, the amount of yield you get in commercial is crazy. I mean, for a $400,000 uh, 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 office, you, you could get something like $45,000 worth of rent a year. And that's, then that's what I'm getting at this stage now that I've rented out the old office and uh, with the new tenants, which is amazing, which is exactly what you want to do. You want to be heavily positive geared where you can. And that's uh, and for not not everyone is able to do that because the price of housing in Sydney is maybe expensive. But there are pockets like I've seen my, thousands of my clients do. A lot of our clients are now moving out of Sydney. They're not buying in Sydney anymore. They're buying in good places like Tasmania with strong growth attributes. They're buying in places that are sort of south and southeast and even north in the Kippering area in in Queensland. And they're they're buying in these areas because of positive cash flow. So it's a good balance between capital growth what you can afford and not sort of, you know, sh uh, shooting yourself in the foot there, but balancing out with these cheaper properties that have good positive growth and, uh, sorry, have good uh, 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 sort of positive yield. So, you know, you get get some strong rental yield in these areas and make sure that you're going to get good returns um, to then help you sustain more properties because that's what it's all about. So having, a, I think, a, a good team is really important to do that. Coming up after the break, Duong reveals the moment which sparked a change in his mindset 
And so then when you start taking interest in yourself and that realize that, you know what, I can't be like this. I've got to do something for myself. He shares the resources which helped him in his own journey. And if you could go to these type of uh, venues and, 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 and events, you learn a lot because all the information that you can gather from these places, um, they are very, uh, you know, very objective. We learn the value of tax depreciation and property and what it could mean for you as an individual. Whether it's to, you know, splurge and take your family on a holiday. I mean, that's the power of what I do. If I can help people unlock that knowledge of, wow, I've got this extra money, I can take, you know, go so much further with it in my personal life, family life, financially. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Sham and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey property investor, is your cash or equity currently earning you 1 to 2% per annum sitting in the bank? What if I said to you that you can do better? To find out more, simply register your interest to become a money partner at propertyinvestory.com. Right now, there are great opportunities in the property market and I'm looking for money partners who want to invest to get a high return with low risk on their money for 6 months. Register your interest by visiting propertyinvestory.com. Being more relaxed in his younger years, Duong eventually realized he wanted to get serious about his life and investment career. He shares the resources he utilized to improve his success. started my journey out of the business because of purely wanting to start a business in property. Um, I think for me, uh, that, that um, ignition uh, came from people like Napoleon Hill. Um, I'm not sure people know but Think and Grow Rich was a really important fundamental for me. Um, because I, I didn't have that mindset. I was very um, blasé about life uh, 10 or so more so years ago. Um, I was very casual about how things should be, how I wanted to see my life to be. Um, and so then when you start taking interest in yourself and that realize that, you know what, I can't be like this. I've got to do something for myself and I want to have a purpose to 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 not in just my um, personal career, but you know spiritually as well. Like you you want you want more from yourself, and then you listen to these people like Napoleon Hill and talk about it. And you think, well, it, um, um, it it is amazing because it can transform you as a person. So those places are great places to start, especially if you're someone like me that found it very difficult to break through and find out your calling. Uh, and I, I did find it very tricky. Um, so people like Napoleon Hill. Uh, Les Brown uh, is is an amazing speaker. I love Les Brown because uh, he's he's just uh, he's just awesome, awesome value and it's awesome energy. And um, having those people when you start out is amazing. But as you progress, um, I think as a as a property investor, when I started becoming a business owner and a good property investor, I needed to leverage off knowledge, people with good information, and the best way I found to do that was to go to places where they would educate you. So not going to these project marketing type environments, but more so going to you know accounting firms, they would host property events. Um, and if you could go to these type of uh, venues and, 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 and events, you learn a lot because all the information that you can gather from these places, um, they are very, uh, you know, very objective. 
um, and it's straight to the point, very informational. They're talking about the latest market data, what's happening in Perth, Sydney, Melbourne, um, what suburbs are, 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 are great, and they tell you about the fundamentals. Uh, I remember going to one where, you know, I, I I went in there and, you know, as a as a Vietnamese person, I understand the Melbourne market and the Vietnamese Melbourne market very well. Um, and they were talking an event in the city from a from an, a property expert, but also an accounting expert. They were talking about their own journeys and why they buy buying in places like Sunshine, Footscray, and they are well-to-do suburbs. And had you bought in those properties two or three years ago when I was in these seminars, you would also do very well. So for me, it's having a very good team that surrounds you, that gives you the, the advice you want, you need. And it's always uh, very objective advice, um, you know, uh, unbiased. And having that team of, you know, legal um, mortgage brokers that want the best for you. Um, and that's where you want to reach out to as many people as you can to get the right advice. And where do you get find these great mortgage brokers? The ones that partner up with these accounting firms, these property experts, and they go to places and then educate. And they all they do is educate. And that's where I've learned a lot of my lesson is that I go to places and I never sell. I never want to sell anything I do. All I do is I educate people about legislation. This is what the legislation or the tax rulings allow you to do as a property investor. And if I can interpret it to you and make you a better property investor, you will trust me to do what is right for you. And, and I think that's really important that everybody out there as property investors find that for themselves. Go out there run the same journey, go through the same journey of finding a great team to surround them. So, along your journey as well, um, do you have any particular um, mentors that you actually worked with over this period of time as well? In terms of business-wise, um, I, I, I haven't had a lot of mentors. Um, I, I am very much a, a, a person that wings things. Um, uh, it's uh, strange enough to say but I just purely uh, I've always had people advise me I've got a great group of, uh, of mates that are in business and they become my mentors per se and there's a lot of people that are ahead of me that have been running their businesses but uh, I've started just going on my own journey and you know I've, I've tried to go down a path of mentors but it's not uh, something for me because I think that um, you know for me I've I, I don't know what's best and nobody knows what's best for you right when it comes to mentorship um, but you know, to I think people mentor you in in their own way. You don't have to per se say exactly have one mentor or, or have someone ongoing. But you know, catching up with someone, they become a mentor. They you learn so much from them, and that that same goes for me when it comes to property investing. Um, the best mentors are the people that are doing it themselves. They're living the dream, right? They're 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 getting in there. They're 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 in there. They're stuck into it. They're always trying to leverage the next property, find out what to do, and and so I have a, a, a host of people around me. That are quite a few people around me that invest in property and have a diversified uh, diversified portfolio. Uh, and I'm always talking to them about what are they doing in their in their in their in their um, you know in their lending side of things, their legal side of things, their structures, tax accountants. Having these people as friends or just people that with 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 really common interests um, in property, and that might be tax related or legal related, they they will help you a great deal. And so um, for me. It's um, being able to meet clients on a day-to-day basis and then really like people who are my clients, they're teaching me more about property than I am telling them about uh, about property. So, 
and that for me means that you know I can I can leverage off the knowledge and and having more knowledge is more power, as you say, Tyrone. So for me, that's really important. And same thing goes when you are looking for people that are you trying to walk uh, you know this journey. Why there is no better thing to do than to go find someone that's already walked that journey, like the the, like the one that you want to take. And and not to say that that's the right journey, but having an understanding of what they're going through. Um, it gives you a great uh, sort of uh, in, uh, baseline as to where you should go and how you should and what sort of journey you want to take. So I think these events and these places of, of gathering, a bit hard these days, but, you know, it is all online, um, is a great place to start. And, of course, like if anyone wants to reach out, I'm more than happy to share some of these places I go to as as an advisor, but I go there as uh, as an advisor, but I go there as a property investor as well, and I get to listen, and I'm always learning about you know you know the the statistics of where people are buying, you know what what uh, what percentage of vacancy rate is it in this suburb at this time because what what makes it the best suburb, and like there's nothing in it for these guys. These guys are uh, well to do sort of property buyers agents or accountants, and they're living that you know living that dream and that journey. And I'm just getting value out of it. And I'm more than happy to share it with you guys out there who, who are, might be interested. In retrospect, what would Duong say to himself if he could go back 10 years ago? One thing that I was very, um, always very subconscious about, very conscious about is uh, subconsciously always thinking about was, you know, always concerned about what everybody is uh worried about me like everyone wants to know okay Twan, are you doing well enough you're doing this enough there was a lot of pressure there's always pressure in growing up you know thinking are you are you doing the right things ticking the right boxes in life so i i, I think if i told or could go back and tell a 10 year old 10 uh, 10 year younger me i would tell him just care less worry about your own journey uh and stop looking elsewhere focus on the road ahead and doing what you love the most. And and fortunately for me, I, I got to see that uh, coming out t- uh, 10 years ago at 24, 25, uh, by the time I was 26 and worrying about my own thing, doing my, live my own life, I then came across things that I thought I was passionate about, resonated with me. And that's uh, uh, tax depreciation. It was, it was something I think that, um, you know, as basic as it sounds, it, um, it just resonated with me. It's something that I couldn't believe how much of value it had in my life. Imagine, you know, you know, you talk about a six thousand dollar refund. It's not about that. You know, it's not about this lump sum. It's about what six thousand dollars means to somebody. That's almost that's more than a hundred dollars a week in a year. I mean, having a hundred dollars extra a week every year is going to drive massive differences in people's lives. Whether it's to pay bills, whether it's to save. Um, for the next investment property, for the next deposit, um, whether it's to you know splurge and take your family on a holiday. I mean, that's the power of what I do. If I can help people unlock that knowledge of, wow, I've got this extra money, I can take you know go so much further with it in my personal life, family life, financially. Great, that's what it, that's what it should mean for you, and 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 that's the power of uh, what the the, you know, the ATO is providing here. And if I can you know, share this with more investors. And this is where I, you know, I, I go on to talks and I go on to, to, to share on, um, you know, uh, property sort of uh, investing uh, seminars and, and talk about depreciation and people can resonate and that's great. I'm doing my part. Equipped with the knowledge he has now, what's on the cards for Duong in the future? So, the next five years, uh, we're on a very interesting journey. Um, 
Jury Tax Quantity Surveyors uh, is now going to expand into also do property valuation. Uh, so the business is going to take into that sort of avenue, and so we're going to do property valuations as a as a as a dual tax uh, arm. Um, and uh, so that's another very interesting part of our business that we're going to be looking into. Um, and so that's but on top of that, what we want to what I want to do personally for my investing uh, um, journey is start to look at how to not really expand my portfolio I, I think if i i've got this idea that um with some planning involved um that i could forecast if i can start paying down some of these debts over time uh, in the next five years to consolidate some of that debt um, and look at you know lo longer term vision of trying to reduce debt and then we can um and and, and then really be able to get a little bit closer to that retirement uh, sort of goal and that for me is important. Um, so it's not always about accruing lots and lots and lots of properties for me. Uh, I have something that's manageable, properties that I think are going to perform well and has a good balance of, um, of, of, of debt to sort of loan. And, um, and, and, and for me, uh, I, I want that. I want that, uh, that balance for me to, to have that passive, uh, to have that income, that, that, that rental income that I'm getting from all these properties um, by reducing some of that debt. Um, but they'll also have some of that capital growth opportunity. If I had, uh, if I if I could, I would then expand my portfolio within reason and managing that cash flow, so it doesn't affect my lending too much. Uh, so that for me, in the next five years, is going to be really critical. Um, so not so much about expansion, but I think some some debt consolidation for me. Um, and, and I'm sure everyone has their own journey, but for me, that's that's where I'm sit sitting. Sound like an old man already, don't I? Wong has a well-thought-out plan for the future, but has he always had a plan? I ask him how much of his success is due to skill, intelligence and hard work and how much of it is down to luck. I think there's always a degree of fortune uh, and, uh, and luck um, per se, but uh, I think, you know, I was very fortunate um, to have, you know, uh, met or be a part of, uh, I think at that time, the fitting out of my mum's restaurant. I think I was very lucky to come across someone like that to then say, oh, you know what? Like construction is where I wanna be. I wanna be construction. And so part of that, I love numbers um, and falling into construction, I was in estimating um, and I was estimating to price work for, you know, for, for projects of you know, roadworks or bridges and things like that. So it was very interesting. And I, I, I had a lot of, uh, you know, but then as I evolved and I, I, I was more well-versed, um, I realized that, you know, property was so important as an arm. And here I am, had a construction degree, um, experience in construction, and then uh, applying that into property to drive wealth. I thought it was just it was beautiful. Like I, I couldn't believe there was property tax and now uh, construction all entangled into one and I'm providing advice on all fronts and it's been a blessing, <laughs> fortunate. And uh, and when it comes to skill, you know what? Being an engineer, you don't have a choice but to be very good at spreadsheets and crunching numbers. <laughs> um, so I was, uh, you know, being in the construction engineering role, I, I, um, I was, it was natural to me to develop uh, the tax depreciation software internally. So it's all developed in-house here at Jury Tax Planning Surveyors. I was blessed to be able to prepare that, you know, uh, had the skill set to, to, to start a business out of it. Um, 
I was a spreadsheet master. So my CRM here at DuoTax was built on spreadsheets through Google Sheets <laughs> with five or six employees using the same software. So it was, it was, it was, it was it wasn't until probably uh, the last three years. So I was, I was using that for a couple of years before I, um, this system just shut itself. It, it just, it just didn't work anymore. Uh, uh, Google had to call me and say, mate, you're running a business out of a Google Sheet. I think this is not built for you. <laughs> So, and that, so we've we've gone on to then develop other software things like Salesforce to be imp- implemented into our office and uh, and so yeah it's part of a journey right you're always learning and and to me um, yes there is a degree of luck everybody needs a degree of fortune and luck um, but the rest uh, un- unfortunately uh, <laughs> sorry to say listeners but yeah if you want something so bad you've got to work for it and uh, it's all hard work and the amount of uh, cold calling and door-to-door sales I've had to do to accountants and solicitors and real estate agents is, uh, is, is, is what was really important to get me ahead. Cause it's uh, you know, and, and if you want things to grow that fast, you've just got to go and get it. Um, and, and which leads me to, I think you, you've got one of the questions about uh, some quotes. I'm more than happy to share some Yeah, go for that. it. Yeah. Feel free to go for it. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things I always preach in the office is um, if you do the things that others don't, You'll achieve the things that others won't. I think it's very important. Uh, so you've got to do something very special, unique, and and do the hard yards. I think, and that's what I'm really, um, you know, put it down to, uh, doing the things that others don't. Is that uh, you go out there, you you search, you know, and you search and you ask, uh, and 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 if you don't ask, the answer is always always no. So uh, very important to go out there and and learn uh, for whether it's business or investing. If you don't ask, you don't know, and it's always good to ask. And there are I find that now people that I knew before I started my business, um, there's more people out there that are willing to help you versus the people that you already know that will help you. So go out there and find those people. There are great people out there that you don't know yet and they will give everything to you uh, to help you get ahead. Thank you so much to Tuan Duong for taking the time to speak with me on Property Investory. Now, if you love the show and are ready to get serious about investing your money to get a low risk, high return, then SMS me your name and email address on 0499881040 to become a money partner. Right now, there are great opportunities in the property market and I'm looking for money partners who want to invest their money for a short six months. To register interest, Text me your name and email address on 0499881040.